Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Stu and Blake. Luke Riley, hello mate. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing? All good. It's um, nice to finally get on. I know you've uh, you've messed me a few times. I'm always messing you back, but it's nice to finally get on the, uh, the show. Stu's been desperate. Stu's been absolutely desperate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're aware yeah. of this, Luke. I don't yeah, know if you've caught... I respect you, Stu, put it that way. That's no pointed against me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you told that real shit, Stu. <laughs> but no, it's like, because that, um, that, uh, we were going to maybe find a way into this, but we did an episode uh, a little while ago about Stu's top three fights. And yeah, you and yeah. Luff was in there. I mean, this is top yeah. three from like Pride, UFC, everything. And you and Luff Cage Warriors that happened only a few months ago was in Stu's top three fights. Loved it, mate. Yeah. That's oh. why I respect them, lads. Because know what it is, it's it's um it's opinions, MMA stuff. So yeah. save you at the event live. That that fight might have been one of your favorites all time. Yeah. The the pro- could have been better fights and what meant more say titles on the line and stuff than UFC but if you're there in person it's a lot more emotional and holds a lot more value to you so for quite a few people have messaged me and said you know what I was there live and it's one of the best fights I've ever seen so yeah it's just uh, it's all opinions really but I respect the people who saw it for what it was so yeah What's Love that? It. What's it been like? Like, because it, it has been seen now as, I mean, it's in Stu's top three, but but I think objectively, just factually, it is probably the best Cage Warriors fight of all time. It's been it's been said to be that. I think it was the Cage Warriors fight of the year. It's the arguably the best Cage Warriors fight of all time. What's the reaction been after that fight? For you, in yeah. terms of like the MMA space, do you feel like your your following has grown? That you've got more kind of notoriety for being in these amazing fights. Now, what's the reaction been for you? How has it been the last few months? Yeah, obviously a, a lot, a lot more followers and popularity, like you said, stuff like that. But um, messages all the time coming through, and then it's doing well on the YouTube and stuff, and then clips are posted on like your TikTok and st- or, or stuff like that, social media basically. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't really know, to be honest. What it's, it's just another another fight for me, really. So it's just the uh, it's the norm for me. Well, but look, obviously, people who don't really fight and stuff. Well, you, you know, know that. 
that exciting fight style, I want to kind of get to the to, to the root of it. So we always like to ask guests, Luke, like, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and, and did you feel that you had to, you know, be able to look after yourself and, and know how to hold your hands up, you know, growing up? Yeah. Um, well, lad, a lot of people have just... Um, I'm from just a little town outside a little bit me called Witness. But me... Thank God to me mum, she brought me out with her really and then was taking me to Liverpool all the time to train and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of times it's like the pushy parents, like your dad really, isn't it? Well, so me mum and dad were together when I'm younger, they're not together no more. But when I was younger, it, it was like I had a pushy mum. I didn't really have like... A, my dad was into the sport, don't get me wrong, but me mum has always been the pushy one and she's been the one to like drive me to the gym and stuff, pick me up from school with with um, food in the in the car and me, I'd be getting changed on the motorway as she took me to the gym. So uh, she was the one who got me into it, really. But like, I haven't got no family who have fought or I'm not from like a fighting family. I'm not really, no one's really been big into, we've had people do sports and like heavy family, but I've had no one to really like look up to it. So that's sort of like a black sheep in that sense. I just I don't know. Even myself, I say to myself now, I don't know like how I've ended up the person I am, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? How I've ended up a fighter out of every qualification there is. I don't know how I'm really a fighter, but I am a guess. Was you always kind of comfortable in in, in situations? Like you know, should you did you ever find yourself in a situation where it was that kind of fight or flight, and 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 if so, was you comfortable in that kind of scenario? As in, as in what, sorry? Like I don't know. Growing up, you got into you know, w- w- was there any scraps? Was that something that you was comfortable with? Yeah, yeah. I was always like that. So I was always it was mad. I had a few fights in school and stuff. I was always, I'll be honest, I didn't hit puberty till I was about seventeen. So, lad, I was, I was probably, honestly, ask anyone who knows me close. You've never seen it. Like, I speak to my mum now. I was that small when I was younger. Like, I speak to her now and she goes, Luke, I'll be honest, even, I didn't want to tell you when you were that age, but now I can tell you because you're older. Like, she was worried to me. Like, I wouldn't, I wasn't going to grow. So, I was like, I was the smallest, but I'd never, I never got bullied or anything like that. I was quite an aggressive kid. And uh, but yeah, they had a few fights in school. But apart from that, lad, I've just come from like a working class background. Um, my mum and dad have always like provi- provided what you can for me. But yeah, just kids who've got it worse, kids who've got it better. I'm not one of them to say. You know what I mean? I've come from fuck all all this stuff. I've just worked hard. I haven't got to where I am at the moment. So yeah. I, I want to go back to talking uh, about your your mum kind of, as you said, it kind of being like pushy and putting you into the fighting stuff and all of that. Because yeah. actually it does seem rare for the mum to do that. Yeah. It would be more likely to be the dad, but there's even just mums and dads, parents in, all together that just like would what? never want to watch their kid fight. So what is it yeah. about, w- w- were you kind of saying, I want to do this and she kind of helped you out? Or did she go, this is the, the career for you, son? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she just seeing the the stars aligned like before I did sort of thing you know what I mean yeah like I'm always fucking I don't tell her all the time but she knows how like grateful I am that she's like made me stick to the sport and instilled instilled good models and just good good drill good stuff into me basically 
which I've grew up and grew up with. And that that journey uh, into where you're at now, did that start at a a boxing club, at a a kickboxing club, or was it straight to Next Gen? It was started at a... Well, originally it was like little bits of kickboxing, but then, so this was about nine, and then moved on to Thai boxing. That was... Thai boxing was probably the first sport when me first coached Dan O'Connor. That was about... Thai boxing for about five years. Then it moved on to the amateur boxing and obviously now MMA. It's mad because I don't tie in. Obviously, I'm doing MMA now, but probably my true love of sport is like boxing, I'd say. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I, I'll be honest, I probably watch more boxing than MMA. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think that the kind of fundamentals you learned at the boxing club are more useful in what you do now or would you lean more on those sort of five years of Muay Thai? Um, because the boxing's a lot nip, so I've done it later, so it's a lot fresher on my mind. I'd probably say, I don't know, because I do, the, 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 I take the, the knees from the Thai boxing, obviously, but I am a lot out of hands, so I'd probably say I'd use more boxing than it. Then tie, but I don't know. That's what I'm trying to like instill in myself now to bring some of my old kicking. I need to kick a lot more. Yeah. I've been saying this for a lot of my fights, but this next one, I promise you that I'm going to show you my kicking ability. Well, you, you this next fight, you mentioned in like your next fight, and we want to know if you've got fights booked and when that would be. But one thing that happened after your last fight with, with Luff was yeah. that you said in a post fight kind of interview that you need to start uh, fighting with your head more than your heart. And yeah. I kind of feel like that translated to me as like you get emotionally wrapped up in the fight as yeah. it's playing out. And that's how you yeah. get into these wars, which are incredible for the fans. But yeah. you yourself know you're taking punishment and, you know, yeah. that's not always not the best position to be. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. have you been doing anything in training recently over the last few months to try and implement the, a more of a, a, a less emotional fight plan and, and more of a kind of sensible fight plan? Yeah, it's 100% sparring in the gym. Um, speaking to me coach it's just that's the most you can do really that's the closest to a fight is sparring on Tuesday and Thursday and then obviously the, te- the technique and the drilling but I've been um, I have been focusing a lot on trying to uh, my defence kicking just working off the, the back foot basically not using me like you've just said using me brain and not me heart so yeah hopefully I can sell on this next fight what I've been working on and, and part of that training to kind of stop that, is there kind of sort of psychological training going, right, Luke, when you hear that crowd roar, don't go fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that does get me out of the crowds. It's, it's, when you, it's when you drop, it's like, when you get dropped, it's just everything goes out the window sort of thing. <laughs> you feel like you need to claw it back. So you just, you could be in like gear one, and then it needs to be put into gear six straight away. Yeah. There's no going to two, three, four, five, yeah. straight from one to six. So that's what that's what I feel like what happens when you get like drop doors, stuff like that. But again, maybe that's my experience. That's where maybe I need to like take a step back and go, okay, I've been dropped, but the fight's not over. I can gradually ease back into this instead of just going all out sort of thing. But 
yeah, it's good for the fans, but not for me, like I just said. But we saw that. We, I mean, we, we saw that with Justin, Justin Gaethje. I mean, he was in these insane wars and then all yeah, of a sudden he, he was yeah, one of the yeah. people to go, I need to start fighting a little smarter yeah. and not just biting down on the gum shield and, and ultimately giving the fans what they love. But like you say, you've got, you've got a brain to look after and a career to, you know, to, to pursue. Yeah. I think fighting's one of them things as well, like you just said with Gaethje. Sometimes it's just like one day it just all clicks. Mm. You know what I mean? Some days you go on the gym and you feel terrible and all this, and then like a few, you might have like a few days off and then go back in a few weeks later, and you just see everything for what it is. Then everything just clicks and yeah. stuff starts clicking into place. You, you know what I mean? You start evolving, changing, and stuff like that. So yeah, fighting it's a mad, it's a mad sport, really. Well, you, you've mentioned that in the next fight, you want to maybe show a bit more of your kicking. You want to maybe be able to yeah. fight off the back foot a little bit more. Do you know when yeah. your next fight is and who that would be against? Well, it's meant to be on the, the 16th farm. The, the Manchester card is at 168. Right. But I've just, I've got no opponent. <laughs> well, you say you've got no opponent. For me, the, the, the featherweight division is absolutely stacked. Cage Warriors, for me, their featherweight division is like what lightweight is in the UFC in terms of like, I think the best fighters or the best kind of group of fighters are all at featherweight. And I think yeah, you... you yeah, I mean, you've got the, the Vuchenics and Hendons and yourself and uh, and previously Morgan Charrier, previously Paul Hughes. Uh, it's such an absolutely stacked division over at, at featherweight. But there's a guy yeah. that I'm a big fan of and I think would make an excellent match for you. And I don't know how you'd feel about this, how he'd feel about this, but I'm going to throw it out there. I love the idea of you versus Harry Hardwick. Is that something that is interesting to you or not so much? Yeah, of course. I think that's the fight all the fans want, to be honest, don't they? But uh, yeah. yeah, I'd happily fight Harry. No. And he'd probably say him about what real fighters, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. If it comes down to it, I, I like Harry. He's a he's a he's a nice kid, but at the end of the day, business is business, and if he's in the way, lad, he's, I'll fight some happily. Yeah, I think it would be marketed yeah. as like a fight that all the hardcore kind of like Cage Warriors fans would be like, "This is the fight." It would be like whatever else is on the card that would be like a people's main event. Yeah, type crazy. I, I, so I think Harry, that's the thing with like the show. So it's like selling tickets and stuff. Harry's gonna. Harry's fighting in Newcastle, obviously, because he's from that yep. area. I'm in Manchester, so we both want to sell our tickets. So it's like, there's no real A or B side. So it's like, okay, then we have need to go to a neutral ground. Or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, no offence, why should I go to Newcastle to fight Harry and lose out on ticket sales? Why should he come to Manchester or Liverpool? Or... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Somewhere like that. And then we was out with both it, like an even playing field. So it needs to be like a neutral ground, maybe. London. We're around the corner. You can come and visit us, have a little interview. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, though, I'm not a big fan of the old two, the Indigo. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not I'm not into the, I think Manchester's a lot better venue than the Indigo, to be honest. Is that solely because of like the atmosphere created by the fans or is there anything else that you you don't like about it or anything like that? The walkout, it's not the best. It's too small. You like, like to take your time with a walkout? Not even taking the time. I just like a walkout. I like the fans. I think it's what I, I think it's the layout, maybe as well. Oh, uh, the fans are just all on one side. Yeah, I think I like everyone being around. Maybe I don't know. Well, you can you can bin off the Indigo and have a couple of wins, and then you do the walkout in the proper O2. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. So, this is what I mean. We're talking about like title fights and stuff. I'm looking the UFC this year, so that could be like a call up for to know people are talking about Manchester then. July or whatever, mm. then you've got contender series, and then but there are other cards coming to the other parts of Europe. So I'll be honest, I don't really know what's gonna happen with the belt situation and cage worries and stuff. But I'm one of them, mate. Honestly, I'll fight whoever, and whoever. You, you, you mentioned uh, the contender series, and, and obviously we saw we saw George fall a little short uh, in, in yeah. his. Uh, uh, venture into the contender series, and uh, uh, for me, one of the most exciting fighters in Cage Warriors is, is, is George. Um, and yeah. we obviously, Oban uh, uh, obviously debuted in the UFC this weekend. Um, is your plan because we thought, um, and we, we spoke about it quite a lot, that we thought Harry, uh, sorry, George would just get to the UFC on the fact that he defended yeah. the belt and he was such an exciting fighter, and was quite surprised to see him go the route of the contender series. Are you happy to? go and, and fight in the contender series or do you think your performances should just get you straight in? That's what it takes, mate, yeah. I'll have to go. Like, I've seen a lot of things, um, a lot of people saying about George, like, I say this all the time, it's just one of it's the simple quote. They were saying, like, George is um, some third and stuff like this for them to go the contender series and, cert- and certain fighters just go, who, who were probably a bit lesser in, in, um, Probably lesser down and in the rankings and stuff like that. Worse than worse fighters than George, let's say. They were going straight to the UFC, and then you've got George, who's accomplished so much, defended the belt and stuff. You had to go to the contender series saying it's not fair. And simple lad, life isn't fair. Fighting is the fighting game isn't fair. That's just you can't have that mindset. You've got to do whatever it takes, and if that if that's the unfair route. Then you've just got to take it. So if we have to go through contender series, fine. If if it gets signed, fine. If it's late notice, fine. I'm not gonna try and moan. 
Okay. Life isn't fair. I say that all the time. How, how much of a positive influence has it been seeing Paddy and Molly at the gym do so well? Like, they've become a success. I mean, there's some people out there would say, oh, well, they haven't won this fight or that fight or whatever it is. But they have become so unbelievably popular. They've put yeah. on really great fights for people. And they have become, like, stars in, a, in yeah. a lot of ways. How important is is having that in the gym at Next Gen so that you can look at people that are, are not just making the transition to the UFC, but being a success within the UFC? Yeah, of course. That makes a big difference. But you're looking up to someone, it just makes the... I guess it just gives you motivation, really. Mm. If you can see someone who's fr- from a similar background, same sort of people, same characters doing something you can you can follow basically they just yeah create a, a clearer path let's just say the path's not as foggy it's a lot more clear what's the the atmosphere like in, in next gen because obviously uh you know liam's in there um nathan fletcher's in there you know these are all absolute yeah. studs and like and obviously you've yeah. got molly and paddy in there is is the vibe good in that gym because there's so much good yeah. stuff happening yeah unbelievable You'd have the biggest, obviously when it's times the same, we say it ain't, but you'd have the biggest laugh. It's like a family, as everyone says, who's at our gym. It's just that, honestly, like, people will tell you to have come from other gyms to come down and from different countries and stuff. It's the bet you couldn't honestly be in a better gym, vibe-wise, training-wise, the, the talent on the map, different styles, strikers, grapplers, do you know what I mean? It's just... What couldn't you want? Everything's on the map, basically. Because I did see that Next Gen put a post up about, you know, the roster and who's in Cage Warriors, yeah, who's yeah, in the, the UFC. Roster, yeah. And obviously, uh, yeah. Leah uh, is, is, yeah, yeah. is in the, the Bellator PFL sort of hybrid now. Um, yeah. Is UFC the, the, the goal or, or or is that a consideration to, to, to maybe go a similar path to where, where Leah is? No, I've always said this. It's UFC for me, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, USC. That's how I'm looking at it now. Anyway, maybe it's, it's, I don't know. Some may say it's the wrong view, but it's UFC way or no way, basically. What's That's most uh, with that? I mean, I'm sure there's conversations to you know that, that have been had where there's maybe more money in other organisations. What's most important yeah. to you with your career? Is it? Is it to make the money or is it to secure that legacy and then the money comes once the legacy's there? Um, both. That's, yeah, I'd say both. Obviously, you want to secure a future for yourself, financially secure your family in the future, close people around you. But, yeah, the UFC, if you, let's be honest, if we're talking securing legacy, the UFC is the only source of promotion in that talk. Yeah. It we're talking, really, we're talking legends of the game. There's a few others, but I mean, if you want to secure an MMA legacy, it needs to be done in in the, the Premier League, basically, the UFC, yeah. the best promotion. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I agree with you in a lot of ways, and I think in terms of the... Um, legends and legacies and stuff like that we sort of maybe saw a legacy come to the end on Saturday night I don't know if you watched UFC 298 Taporia yeah. beating Volk I just wondered yeah. what your if you did watch that fight what your thoughts were 
on, on Volk as a like, do you think he's the greatest featherweight of all time? How do you see Volk's career? And also, what do you think the future holds for Ilya Tsuporia? I know he's had a run in with Paddy before and stuff, like that, but <laughs> yeah. as a fighter, I look at that man and I go, he could be absolutely massive as a star yeah. and, and also just, he, he looks really, really good. What were your thoughts on kind of the two of them, the, the, the ending of maybe one champ, well, the ending of one championship run, the start of another? Um, starting off with Volk, I'd say, obviously, like I said, I'm a big boxing fan and it's, I feel like it's happened a lot more in boxing than MMA, but people aren't grasping yet. Is it's happened to so many greats. Once you get knocked out like that, you're never, mm. ever, ever the same. Do you ever. think he came back too quick? Yeah, way too yeah. quick. But that that that's the thing. You're sort of stuck in two sort of things as a fighter because you get knocked out like that. And where our egos and pride so big, you're like, I need to get back in this gym straight away. No, you're trying to prove a point to yourself. But it's really should have people around just to say, look, you're one of the best. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Steva, just to take a step back for a little bit and think, well, that, that's what I mean. That's just the, the pride inside us as fighters. And support, yeah, yeah, he's a... He's a tit like any, but he's a he's an unbelievable <laughs> fighter. Yeah, he is. He's, he's you can't take that away from him. He's a he's a great fighter, lad. But he is a tit. So there was a I couldn't really say much on the just caught him clean. You can't really talk too yeah. much on like um, oh, what did he even say? It was just a the quality knockout, lad. Simple as that. Yeah. And Volk was winning the fight up until that moment. Like, all, all three judges scored the first round to Volk. It looked like the second yeah. round he was maybe starting to do some good work as well. And then there's that 
that yeah. power that is just I don't know. Yeah. Equalizing. It doesn't matter if your your speed yeah. or your footwork or something isn't as good. And we see it in other fights as well, not just a Tapuria fight, but that that power when you've got that kind of death touch type thing. People, it, it just equalizes any other skills that seem to be in the cage at the time. And uh, yeah, I feel like we've seen it countless times. I think we definitely saw it with with Volk on on Saturday night. But you yourself, Paddy, you know, scousers don't get knocked out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, do, do do you see do you see um, your durability as a really great weapon going forward, potentially into the UFC and stuff like that? Or are you thinking? And we sort of covered a little bit of this earlier, but are you thinking? That's I need to to not rely on that at all. I need to improve other aspects of my game. Or do you think no? The durability is a great thing to have. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's obviously one of the best weapons that you chain and durability. The end of the day, you're in four ounce gloves in MMA. Mm. So if you don't have durability, lad, it's not going to be a very good or long career for you, is it? It's gonna uh, it's gonna end up ending badly under them lights. So. I guess it's good to find out sorts of... I don't know. I don't know. Is it better to find out late or early? I don't really know. Mm. Is it better to find out later than... I don't know. Because sorts that are now know early before they've even gone into the UFC. It's probably fighters out there who don't find out until the UFC and then get knocked out cold. Mm-hmm. So, don't know if that's good or bad. We... Uh... We always like to ask fighters about this pre-fight ritual. And I, and I think it was Paddy, when we first had him on, that was saying, yeah, sometimes he just, like, has a little sleep. And to me, I just think, how yeah. the fucking hell do you go to sleep, like, when you're just yeah. about to have a fight? But uh, And others say, you know, hit pads and, like, fire myself up. Like, what, what do you do in that, that back room before you get the call? I was doing an interview with me sponsors, actually, about rituals, and I don't have one. No. I don't have No. A lot of people I'll don't, though. No, there's a there's an old I think it's like an old interview McGregor's on about as well, and it's about superstitions and rituals, and that's my belief on it. If you have like this set routine, because you you see this with a lot of a lot of fighters, they have a set routine, and sometimes like one might one thing might be just like happen a bit wrong. Do you know what I mean? So they might I, I don't know like listen to a certain song. Just doing certain things, and one thing may go wrong, and then you just see the head, the head just completely goes because it's not being as smooth sailing as before. So with me, I I don't have rituals. I just turn up on a day, and what whatever happens happens. Well, we I don't got... have like a set thing to do. Well, well let's talk post fight rituals because we've seen that that Molly likes to have a drink up, and we see that Paddy yeah. likes to eat everything. Like, yeah. what's yours? Uh, mine is to go go to the Mackey's, lads. <laughs> <laughs> what's your Honestly, order? <laughs> uh, it's the Big Mac, six nuggets, <laughs> uh, and, a, and a cold, and just go on and then go to bed. I watch me fight back or watch, go on my Instagram and then go, go to sleep. You get fighters who like to go out and drink and that, but I get like a big... Uh, no one had adrenaline's on. Yeah. So you, you, it's mad. So after you've won, you think you're gonna be like on top of the world, but it's. I find it's completely the opposite. I feel like because you've gone that high, it's. I don't know. You just go so low then. Not like in a depressed state, more just like a. 
you haven't you, you haven't quite took it all in in that moment, basically. Yeah. yeah. You just, so yeah. Yeah. Do your your energy levels yeah, you say, like and you just yeah, want yeah, you fancy yeah. going like for a, a, dump. A, a sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a dump. Like I, I can't go out and party after that. I'm not in like the right mental state. So I'll just go to bed neat. Well, what are your uh, your kind of hobbies outside of fighting? If you're not fighting, what is it you actually enjoy doing outside of fighting? Uh, listening to music, I'd say, is number one. Stu's your if man. <laughs> Stu yeah. knows all about the music biz, don't you, Stu? Absolutely. It's a hobby. Is that a hobby? Yeah, I, I think it's whatever you want to do, man. Like Whether it's gaming, yeah. listening to music, watching certain TV shows, anything like that. I think, um, think That's what I mean. When I was younger, obviously, I used to play games. But as I've got older, honestly, I don't I'm a boring person, lad. I don't really have many incests. I'll be honest with you, too, and I was right. I don't really watch much MMA. No. That, that surprises no. me. That surprises me. You don't, yeah. I mean, do you not get hyped up for a big UFC off. card? Yeah, I'll probably get told off for this now. Like, you <laughs> them and they'll say, you need to watch, which I'll probably do. I'll probably need to study the game a bit more. I find when like when you train that much, the last thing on my mind is watching more of that. Do you know what I mean? I just like switching off a bit. Listen, like I just said, listening to music. Well, what probably are... watching YouTube videos, if that's even a hobby. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, I, I guess. Can I guess it's downtime, isn't it? I wasn't watching YouTube. What, sorry? It's downtime, isn't it? So whether that's listening yeah, to music yeah. or, or, or just yeah, kind yeah. of going through YouTube, it's, it's switching exactly. off, isn't it? It's relaxation. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, what's that's th- what I feel like some, maybe it's a downside to fight, is they don't switch off. Yeah. Switching off, sometimes you need to do that once you're trained so hard and stuff like that, so yeah. What are the bands or music that you're into at the moment? Well, I, I'm into... I'm into... I'm one of them if a song's... Well, to my ears anyway, if a song's good, it's good. doesn't matter the, the genre or who it is. But I'd say, obviously, rap um, like rap and dance music for me, probably two main choices. But then any type, like I just said, any type of music, what sounds good to my ears, I'll listen to. I mean, you're from Liverpool. You ain't short of a good band. Bands, I'm trying to, <laughs> bands, I'm trying to think of what band. Don't be fine. Oh, have I... You're all good. Yeah. You're back now, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Yeah, anything. Just me Spotify, I'll click on the playlist and whatever pops up on me like songs, I'll just listen to. Love it. Nice Love yeah. it. Well, Luke, it's been an absolute joy finally getting to, to have a natter with you, mate. Uh, thank you yeah. so much for, for, for giving up your time today. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to find out who you're going to be fighting yeah, yeah, you know, we, 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 we think you're one of the most exciting fighters about at the yeah, moment. And, and it's, you know, it's great to chat to you so early on in the journey. And we're thrilled oh. to see where it's going to go, mate. Really am. Appreciate that. Appreciate the uh, the support and everything as well. Um, Absolutely. No worries, Luke, if, nice people, if people want to follow you and keep up to speed with your best place, Instagram? Yeah, Luke Riley at MMA. This. And then Twitter. Twitter the same. TikTok the same. But Instagram mostly. Well, we'll tag you in uh, this so people ain't following you already, then they can do so. Luke, we're going to press stop, but don't go anywhere.